Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hey, hey, hey. So happy to be with you today. <laughs> oh, it's a wonderful day here in England and uh, just spectacular. Perfect summer day, even though it's spring. <laughs> Late spring day coming up to that equinox. Yeah, uh, this Saturday. Oh, I love the changing of the seasons. I do. And I love A Course in Miracles. I'm Jennifer Hadley, in case you don't know, and our topic this week is Angels and A Course in Miracles by popular request. So let's dive right in. I invite you to pray with me. So we place our hand on our heart. We take a breath of love and gratitude. So grateful and so thankful for these teachings of A Course in Miracles, these pure and beautiful teachings of Jesus supporting us in awakening and recognizing our divinity and the divinity of all life. So grateful to say yes to the infinite love that is our very nature. So grateful to open our hearts and minds to forgiveness as the tool that we use to clear away all of the causes of suffering. Yes, yes, yes. And today we're inviting the angels into our hearts and minds to assist us in discovering the treasure that lies within us. So grateful and so thankful to share the benefits of our healing and our expansion with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 Yes, yes, yes. All right, so uh, if you've been studying A Course in Miracles for a while, reading A Course in Miracles for a while, you've probably come across some of the many references to angels, so I thought we'd talk about some of them today. And the first one I would like to start with actually doesn't refer to angels exactly, but it's one of my um, favorite parts in the text and uh, I focused on this quite a bit in a show, I believe it was at the end of February. So if this quote uh, feels very resonant for you, I invite you to go back in the archive. And this is, I think, the 141st show that I've done of this radio show. And uh, almost every week for... Uh, It'll be three years in September, and uh, first episode was with Gary Renard. He's been on the show probably half a dozen times, something like that. And the uh, second show, I think, was with Ken Wapnick, and I've had many wonderful Course in Miracles teachers. I recently had Robert Holden on the show. We did a show that ended up, surprisingly, being about parenting, and it was so good. And one of the things we talked about was angels. And so uh, 
other people have brought up the subject of angels and of course in miracles recently and so this is a topic that i have uh thought about doing a number of times so here we go so the section that i wanted to share with you that doesn't exactly mention angels but is so beautiful uh is uh chapter 16 the end of section 3 which is um the reward of teaching the reward of teaching so particularly if you're a teacher of god uh which is someone who has had a even for a brief moment a true understanding of the unity of all life turns you into a teacher of god and uh in in this section, chapter 16, uh, it is paragraph 8. It says, Sooner or later must everyone bridge the gap he imagines exists between his selves. You know, so we have the lower self and the higher self, etc. Each one builds this bridge. The Buddhists call it the Rainbow Bridge, which carries him across the gap as soon as he is willing to expend some little effort on behalf of bridging it. His little efforts are powerfully supplemented by the strength of heaven and by the united will of all who make heaven what it is, being joined within it. And so the one who would cross over is literally transported there your bridge is builded stronger than you think and your foot is planted firmly on it have no fear that the attraction of those who stand on the other side and wait for you will not draw you safely across for you will come where you would be and where yourself capital s awaits you so I I love this. It's just so clear that the company of heaven, the united will of all who make heaven what it is, are drawing us across this rainbow bridge in our perception from feeling separate to feeling united. So we can rest in that. Have no fear that the attraction of those who stand on the other side and wait for you will not draw you safely across. Isn't that a wonderful thing to know? That we will be safely drawn across this bridge. So let us, let us know that that is true. Let us allow our minds to accept that. And to live in anticipation of it and to live knowing that it's true, live believing that it's true, to live looking for the signs. So that's how I live. I look for the signs that I am being drawn safely across this bridge from identification with a false and separate self to reunification, total identification with my true self, my God self. And then uh, another wonderful uh, section here in the text, chapter 26, the transition talks about angels. And uh, you probably have heard this often quoted, 
from paragraph 6 in section 9 of chapter 26, the holiest spots, sorry, the holiest of all the spots on earth is where an ancient hatred has become a present love. And isn't that what the uh, the wheel of karma gives us the opportunity to do is to transform the upsets, the resentments, the hurts, the decisions, the blame, the shame, and all the attack thoughts and all the negative decisions that we made throughout time and space to bring them to a loving conclusion in the present moment now. The holiest of all spots on earth is where an ancient hatred has become a present love. Isn't it wonderful? You know, I think of two friends of mine, Liz and Paul, who uh, they were, when they first met, they were both actors in, I think, Second City in Chicago. Uh, and uh, they were, they, <laughs> Liz said she just thought Paul was an idiot. And uh, she, she, they were both married to other people, of course. And uh she just thought he was a big jerk. And then she got cast in a play opposite him uh, where they were the romantic leads. And uh, by then, they had known each other for years. And uh, they had both gotten divorced and they fell in love. And I think that must have been 25, 30 years ago now. And they are way more in love now than they've ever been in their whole lives. And they absolutely just adore each other and are walking this spiritual path together. And I have the sense as I read this that when they first met and knew each other that they were perhaps an ancient hatred. And now it's a present love. And there's no question that their relationship and their lives are one of the holiest spots on earth. So there you go. And uh, in the next paragraph after that, it says, actually, I'm going to read this whole section because it's so lovely. So the holiest of all the spots on earth is where an ancient hatred has become a present love. And they become, they come quickly to the living temple where a home for them has been set up. So that living temple is that holy relationship there is no place in heaven holier and they have come to dwell within the temple offered them to be their resting place as well as yours what hatred has released to love becomes the brightest light in heaven's radiance and all the lights in heaven brighter glow in grow (laughs) in gratitude for what has been restored So, if you think of anyone that perhaps in your life you feel a sense of hatred towards, because that does happen, or maybe it's just a very intense anger, ultimately, with the help of heaven, it could become one of the holiest spots on earth. And what I would invite you to do in this moment right now is to to declare that you wish it to be so. You may not know how to get there, but as I say all the time, how is not our problem. It's none of our business. We'll be given what we need when we need it, and we we rest in that awareness. So then right after it, it says, 
Around you, angels hover lovingly to keep away all darkened thoughts of sin and keep the light where it has entered in. Your footprints lighten up the world, for where you walk, forgiveness gladly goes with you. Yes. So let's think of anyone that we have a big distaste for or a hatred for, a loathing of, and let us hand that relationship over to the higher Holy Spirit self and declare that we're interested in having it become a present love, a holy spot, and we're inviting the angels to surround us and hover lovingly to keep away all darkened thoughts of sin and keep the light where it has entered in. Yes, 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 yes. So you can see the angels are going to help us keep our mind focused on the love. They're going to help us stay there if we are but willing. So let us be willing. And then let's now look for some angel things in the workbook. In Lesson 131, which is entitled, No One Can Fail Who Seeks to Reach the Truth. I love that. It's one of my favorites. Yes. It starts off with, failure is all about you while you seek for goals that cannot be achieved. So let me just say, my friend, if you look around your life and you feel like you're failing, then the goals that you have set for yourself are not the ones that are truly helpful. So reorganize your goals. And this is one of the things that every spiritual student must do is to reorganize the goals. So if your goals are about accomplishment in the world, shift that to seeking first the kingdom, recognizing the kingdom is within, knowing where to find it, that the treasure is within. And then you'll find that everything is added unto you. Everything truly that you would wish or desire for. So for me, what I did was uh, many years ago, <clears throat> probably somewhere in the neighborhood of around 10 years ago now, I began to really say, okay, my goal is this awakening. My goal is this knowing of the truth. This is my goal. And everything else is something that I'm doing while I'm accomplishing that goal. And what I find is that, uh, of course, I, I make goals in the world, right? Uh, I have a goal to do a good radio show for you today. I have a goal to offer great classes. Uh, and I have all kinds of goals. I'm uh, consistently uh, creating new things to do as I feel guided. And so I have a goal to do them with excellence and with ease and grace and to learn something and to have fun and employ people and uh, be inspired and motivating and all of those things. Those are all goals and they're all in service to the goal of waking up. And I have found that that is the way to go for Jennifer Hadley. <laughs> so you may not be interested in that, but I'm telling you, that made everything a whole lot easier and sweeter and more graceful. And uh, actually, speaking of some of those goals, 
uh, I'm just going to mention that this Sunday, uh, I have a class coming up that is entitled Deepening Your Spiritual Practice. So I did a survey at the end of Living a Course of Miracles, which we just finished a couple weeks ago, and asked people what would they like the bonus class in. And uh, that was one of the topics. And the bonus class actually uh, is for the Living a Course of Miracles series is on prayer power. And uh, that is going to be on Thursday, the, yeah, 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 I think it's the 26th, on Thursday, the 26th. And that bonus class, prayer power class, uh, anyone can sign up for it. It's $44 on my website, jenniferhadley.com. And uh, so if you're interested in deepening your understanding of prayer, you can take that class. I also teach about prayer in my Finding Freedom class. It's uh, we, we do quite a bit of focus on prayer in that class because my Finding Freedom class is about having a spiritual practice that works and really uh, jump starting your healing and, uh, waking up. And, uh, the bonus class of prayer power is free, however, to anyone who purchases the most recent Living a Course of Miracles series, the gold package or the platinum package where you get all the audios, the downloads, the CDs and all that. Then you get the bonus class for free and instead of paying $44 for it. Now, I'm also doing this class on deepening your spiritual practice this Sunday. And those details, again, are on the events page at jenniferhadley.com. So uh, that class is only seven dollars it's a special offer and uh i'm doing it as an introduction to finding freedom giving you a taste of that and uh right now again it's seven dollars uh though that i'm sure will change (sighs) so going back to no one can fail who seeks to reach the truth So ego says, seek and do not find, always searching endlessly, searching and searching, because you're looking in the wrong place. So let us look where we can actually find the truth, and that is within. It's within our practice of love. It's in our alignment with the will of God. And uh, it says in here about angels... Uh, paragraph 13 of this lesson in the workbook it says put out your hand and see how easily the door swings open with your one intent to go beyond it angels light the way so that all darkness vanishes and you are standing in a light so bright and clear that you can understand all things you see yes So let us open that door. It swings open easily for us. And what is that door? That is the door inward. That is the door to the truth, which is written in our heart. Angels light the way so that all darkness vanishes. And you are standing in a light so bright and clear that you can understand all things you see. Doesn't that sound so much more fulfilling than continuing to seek in the world of effects and not find? Oh my goodness, I think so. All right, I'm Jennifer Hadley. 
You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. Time for me to take a break. Don't go away. Come right back because we're living the love and we're walking the talk. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. We're living the love, we're walking the talk, and Jeff, my engineer, and I are sharing our snack stories. During the break. Yes. <laughs> um, no one who fails to seek to reach the truth. No one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. You know, one of the most common things that spiritual students have, this is um, in the workbook, Lesson 131, no one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. One of the most common things that people have a fear of in spiritual students, they're afraid they're going to fail. They're, gonna fra- they're afraid that deep down there is something so heinously wrong with them, so heinously unacceptable that no matter how hard they try to wake up, to deepen their spiritual practice, to live a life of love. It will never be enough. And see, this is, this is how forgiveness heals that. Because when you forgive others, you're truly forgiving yourself. All forgiveness is self-forgiveness. Everything that we're experiencing in this world is our belief system. And so we're experiencing our beliefs. So when people seem to be working against us, they're just acting out our beliefs. And so when we can move into forgiveness, then we heal those beliefs. We align with the truth. We don't have to keep experiencing that acting out. So the angels are going to light the way for us. They are going to help us for real, for real, for real. But As long as we're seeking to reach the truth, we cannot fail. But if we're not actively going for it, if we're not actively willing, then in a sense, we are failing. But the minute we become truly willing, all of heaven is for us. So it says here, as part of the lesson, Today I seek and find all that I want. Right? We're seeking within to find the kingdom. My single purpose offers it to me no one can fail who seeks to reach the truth so i encourage you each and every day to wake up and say to yourself today my focus is to seek to reach the truth i am reaching the truth i am that i am that is the truth my true identity is the truth and i am going for it angels light my way Light my way that I may not be distracted one moment. Not at all. Now, in Lesson 183, which is just halfway, right in the midpoint there of the workbook, talks about God's name. 
I call upon God's name and on my own. God's name is holy, but no holier than yours. To call upon God's name is but to call upon your own, right? We It's telling us here, we are the presence of God. We are not separate from God. That is an illusion. God's name cannot be heard without response, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. Okay? So when we call God's name, God, help me now. Yes, angels, help me now. Then we're going to, it's the echo is going to come into our mind. When we move into prayer, what A Course in Miracles teaches us fundamentally about prayer is the greatest step we can make in prayer is to lay upon the altar everything we think we need and want and to give up the needing and the wanting in the world, to surrender that and to simply accept the perfection, the wholeness, the magnificence that is within us. So it says, say his name, say God's name, and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. That is no small commitment. That is no small promise. Say God's name and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. Yes. So wouldn't it make sense that the smartest thing in the world to do each and every day would to be be begin with calling God's name. I like to begin, Holy Mother, Father, God, Infinite Spirit, I am that I am. My brothers and sisters in the light, angels, ascended masters, Jesus, Mother Mary, all the teachers known and unknown, assist me this day in seeking only the truth, to know the truth, to be the truth, to live the truth. Pretty simple. Try it. Try it for a week. Try it consistently and see if your whole life doesn't begin to change. Repeat God's name and all the world responds by laying down illusions. Yes. Can say God's name by saying, Om, ah, right? Sacred chanting. Yes, I love this. So clear. Such wonderful promises written into this beautiful book to assist us. Lesson 303, the Holy Christ is born in me today. Yes. If you start at the beginning of the year, this would be coming right at the end of October says, watch with me, angels, watch with me today. Let all God's holy thoughts surround me and be still with me while heaven's son is born. Let earthly sounds be quiet and the sights to which I am accustomed 
disappear. Let Christ be welcomed where he is at home, and let him hear the sounds he understands, and see but sights that show his Father's love. Let him no longer be a stranger here, for he is born again in me today. The Holy Christ is born in me today. Watch with me, angels. Watch with me today. So you see again and again, um, Jesus is telling us that the angels are there for us, that we can invoke them, and that the wise spiritual student will indeed do that, will say, watch with me, angels. Watch with me today. Get that mighty companionship going. Yes. Now, speaking of mighty companionship, uh, I want to touch on that. That's a phrase uh, you may have heard before, but you may not know where it comes from. So in the Manual for Teachers, my favorite section in the manual, the Section A, Development of Trust in Chapter 4, talks about uh, this sequence of experiences and awakenings that we go through in the development of trust. And so it talks about a period of undoing and a period of sorting out, a period of relinquishment, a period of settling down. And at the end of the period of settling down, it, it, it gives us, uh, in that paragraph, right in the middle actually, it gives us the clue to how to really awaken with speed, with ease, and with grace. And it says, how simple is the obvious? So here's what it says to us. Give up what you do not want and keep what you do. That's it. Give up what you do not want and keep what you do. So what don't you want? Attachments, cravings, aversions, grasping, all the negativity, all the endless wanting, all the habits of the ego. Give them up. That's not what you want. Keep what you do. What do you want to keep? Your holiness, your perfection, your God self. So give up the attachment to the small self Hold on to the God self. That's it. How simple is the obvious? And how easy to do? Well, at this point, yeah, when you get to this point, (laughs) it is easy to do. It really is. So don't give up until it gets easy. Whatever you do, my friend, do not give up until it gets easy. And if you'd like to make it get a whole lot easier, Put the angels in charge. I've got some more great quotes about that. So, but in this next, it says, The teacher of God needs this period of respite. He's not yet come as far as he thinks. Yet, when he's ready to go on, he goes with mighty companions beside him. Now, in my personal experience, of walking through this development of trust experience. Uh, I, you know, I wouldn't say that I went through it easily at all. To me, it was the hardest thing I ever did in my whole life, without a question. The making the shift to really waking up was the hardest thing I ever did in my whole life. And uh, 
But once I got to the place where I was definitely on the other side of the tipping point where it was getting easier, oh my Lord, I was just so glad I didn't give up. But I used to think, I don't have what it takes, that I, I'm failing. I will continue to fail. I, I may never make it. But that's why it means so much to me to say that no one fails who seeks to reach the truth. You can't fail. You, there's a lock on it. You've got it. Just keep going. Be willing. Call God's holy name. Call the angels to support you. Call the angels to talk with you and walk with you. And that was my experience of the Mighty Companions. Because once I uh, moved into a place of complete commitment, a total commitment, I am not giving up. I'm not making something else more important. This is what I'm doing. Then I began to feel mighty companions walking with me in the known seen world and in the unseen world. I literally began to feel the presence of the ascended masters, the archangels, various beings of love and light, the ancestors walking with me and talking with me. Now, I have friends who are extremely clairvoyant, and they are able to clearly see uh, higher dimensions of light than I am able to see. And I think that one of the reasons why I'm not very clairvoyant is so that I would develop a very strong faith and trust. Because I've had friends who were profoundly clairvoyant, who did not have anywhere near the faith and trust that I have. And uh, they told me if they could trade the faith and the trust for their clairvoyance, they would. And I would always think that, gosh, if I were that clairvoyant, my faith would be so strong. But it's not true. So if you think that in order for you to have a stronger faith. You need some kind of encounter with an angel or an ascended master that you need to hear their voice or feel them. It's not true. It is not true because there is a a sensory perception that is not of the five senses. So there's obviously the intuitive faculties of Clairvoyance, clairsentience, claircognizance, clairaudience, clairaudience, clear hearing, being able to hear divine voices and messages, and then clairsentience to be able to feel the intuition, the inspiration, the the guidance, and then there's claircognizance, which is knowing that thoughts appear in your mind, and then there's clairvoyance to be able to see with the mind's eye, the third eye. So, but the, the greatest of all of these in my understanding is that ability to be able to feel with your heart the truth, to feel with your heart in any given moment. What is the highest and best choice? What is the most loving choice? There is no greater gift than that. Because that is where I believe our faith is born. That is where that that trust is born. 
And that is the greatest gift. And so if, in my experience, when you are really dedicating yourself to being the love of God, those mighty companions, you will know that they are there with you. You will sense them. Even if you don't hear them, even if you don't see them, even if you don't feel them in traditional ways of feeling or hear their voices, you will know that they are there with you. And one of the best ways to really know that they are there with you is to ask for their assistance. So now we're going to look at some some things here in the workbook related to um, that asking. So uh, somebody asked me about this recently in my sacred circle, which is my weekly membership program. Uh, I have a sacred circle that I offer every Wednesday. It's an hour-long gathering. We gather online and on the phone. People join in from all over the world. You can ask any question that you'd like, or you can just listen. It's up to you. You get the downloads. You can ask a question in writing or live and in person. And someone was asking me about, um, Chris was asking me about angels. And uh, one of the ways I think to think about it is, so for instance, I have friends, many friends, uh, you may have many friends too. And I have a lot of friends who are good at very different things. And so when I need help with things, I ask a friend. I ask a neighbor. I ask a colleague, depending on what it is. I ask for help. I've learned to ask for help. I used to try to do everything by myself. And then I recognized that I was miserable and I wasn't having any fun. So <laughs> I stopped trying to do everything myself and started asking for help. And things got a lot better. I started to learn to be a good receiver, and um, that was part of what my prayer was about today. If you get my daily spiritual espresso and my daily prayers, which you can sign up for free at jenniferhadley.com, uh, my daily blog, my daily spiritual espresso, was about uh, receiving, being a good receiver. It's a lot of spiritual students are not good receivers. They have this idea that it's better to give than to receive. But of course, that's crazy. Uh, that's just a thought that the ego has. Uh, the thing is to be in the perfect flow of giving and receiving love because love is all that there is. So it's not better to give than to receive. So lesson 316 here. All gifts I give my brothers are my own, right? To, to have give to have all give all to all that's what a course of miracles tells us and it says here in this beautiful sweet lesson 316 as every gift my brothers give is mine so every gift i give belongs to me each one allows a past mistake to go and leave no shadow on the holy mind my father loves his grace is given me in every gift a brother has received throughout all time and past all time as well. My treasure house is full, and angels watch its open doors that not one gift is lost, and only more are added. Let me come to where my treasures are, and enter in where I am truly welcome and at home, among the gifts that God has given me. Angels watch the open doors of our treasure house. 
and help us every day. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're walking the talk. We're living the love. And I'll be right back. Unity Institute and Seminary invites you to take a spiritual tour of Eastern Europe. Spend 10 days and 9 nights in the heart of Europe, September 17th through the 26th, 2014. Visit the magnificent capitals of Eastern Europe, including Budapest, Vienna, and Prague. Stay in first-class hotels, enjoy guided walking tours, dine on local specialties, and even take a boat cruise on an underground lake. A portion of your trip will benefit Unity Institute and Seminary. Explore the culture, sights, and spirit of Eastern Europe with Unity Friends. Book your trip today. Call 800-828-4813. That's 800-828-4813. Or visit unityinstitute.org slash travel. Are you saying to yourself... I'm going to focus on me starting Monday, or right after the holidays, or on my next birthday. Well, we are here to say, don't wait another moment. Your health is the most important gift you have for yourself and those you love. Start now to become a more vibrant, healthy human being. Take that critical first step and join us every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central on Awaken to Your Best Health, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Just a reminder, I'm having that special class on Sunday, Deepening Your Spiritual Practice. It's only $7, and you'll get the download and the transcript at uh, jenniferhadley.com on the events page. Also, gosh, I almost forgot to mention, uh, our retreat in Greece in September is filling up. Gary Renard and I are doing a, a retreat on the island of Andros in Greece would you like to go for a heavenly vacation and swim in the Aegean Sea with me and Gary and uh, do some Greek dancing and oh, so much good food and some deep, deep teachings, relaxing, swimming, laying by the pool, laying on the beach. We're just going to have a good old time for an entire week. So come and join us. Maria Felipe from Pathways of Light, a beautiful Course in Miracles teacher, is joining us. And Patricia Black from Miracle Mind in Ireland 
is joining us in the UK. She's uh, a gorgeous teacher of A Course in Miracles as well. And so I've got my friends around me. We're going to have a wonderful week together celebrating these teachings of A Course in Miracles. And you know, if I'm there and Gary's there, we're going deep. So we're going to have lots of play and fun time to complement all that deep teaching. All the details are at jenniferhadley.com. And, uh, yep. So there you go. All right. Back to lesson 316. So telling us that every gift a brother has received through all time, all the gifts given to anyone, anywhere, through all time, and past all time as well, beyond space and time, we're going to receive these here. It's given to us already. So all we have to do is accept it. It says, my treasure house is full and angels watch its open doors that not one gift is lost and only more are added. So if you can just tune in for a moment here and think of anything that you are feeling you've lost. Maybe you feel like you've lost your health. Maybe you feel like you've lost your wealth. Maybe you feel like you've lost the love of your life. Maybe you feel like you've lost your child or anything or anyone that you feel you have lost, that you are living without. Nothing that is your treasure is lost. Not one gift is lost. And only more are added. Angels, watch the open doors to your treasure house. Let me come to where my treasures are and enter in where I am truly welcome and at home among the gifts that God has given me. Lesson 316. Father, I would accept your gifts today. I do not recognize them, yet I trust that you who gave them will provide the means by which I can behold them, see their worth, and cherish only them as what I want. Okay. Yes. So God is going to provide the means so that we can see all these gifts throughout space and time that are stored in our full treasure house. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. How how is it that anybody reading that wouldn't want to truly live A Course in Miracles every minute of every day? I can't even imagine. I cannot even imagine. So beautiful and so powerful. Yes, watch with me, angels. Watch with me today. Let all God's holy thoughts surround me and be still with me while heaven's son is born. I almost skipped this one. Lesson 303. Oh, no, I did that one. Watch with me, angels. Watch with me today. Let all God's holy thoughts surround me and be still with me while heaven's son is born. Yes. So let us ask the angels to assist us by reminding us of God's holy thoughts surrounding us. So one of the things we have to do then is we have to disconnect from the attachment we have to the thoughts that are less than holy, the attack thoughts. So what I learned to do is when the attack thoughts have come into my mind, I'm not interested in that anymore. I bat it away. 
Just like if a mosquito was going to land on my face, I bat it away. I don't have to kill it. Just out of here. Not, not, not interested in you anymore. And then I love this at the end of the workbook in the epilogue, right at the very end, literally, uh, the next to last sentence talks about angels here. So the, I'm just going to read this whole part. Um, in the, at the end of the epilogue, uh, at the very end of the workbook. In peace, we will continue in God's way and trust all things to him. In confidence, we wait his answers as we ask his will in everything we do. This is such an important practice. He loves God's son as we would love him, and he teaches us how to behold him through his eyes and love him as he does. You do not walk alone. God's angels hover near and all about. His love surrounds you, and of this be sure, that I will never leave you comfortless. This is Jesus' promise to us. I will never leave you comfortless. If you feel uncomforted, comfortless, ask. Of course, Miracle says, ask and it is given because it already has been given. The promise has already been given. When we ask for divine assistance, we're asking to receive that which we have previously rejected. So this is why it's so important to ask. You do not walk alone. God's angels hover near and all about. His love surrounds you and of this be sure that I will never leave you comfortless. Wow. Yes. So many references to angels in A Course in Miracles. If you are interested in the angels, back in November of October, sorry, November of 2012, I did a show with Lorna Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E, uh, the Irish mystic who sees the angels. It was a beautiful show, and uh, I encourage you to go and get that download and to read all her books. They're wonderful and so inspiring about working with the angels. Just love Lorna Byrne. All right, it's time for us to place our hand on our heart and pray us out of here. Wash. Wow, it goes so fast. Whoosh. And I am grateful, grateful, grateful. Don't forget to sign up for the class on Sunday, Deepening Your Spiritual Practice. So with our hand on our heart, we invoke the angels to walk with us and talk with us and to show us the way. We're grateful and thankful to know the truth that sets us free. We're grateful and thankful to share the benefits of our healing and our awakening with everyone because we're one with them. In grace and gratitude, we allow we receive and we accept this wonderful healing we let it be and so it is amen 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 thank you everybody i love you have a great week